A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How are you this great day? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited because we got another great guest, another great subject matter expert today on the All Four Seasons Home Show, and it's, it's something that everybody needs. You know, everybody needs a good doctor, right? That's right. Sometimes multiple doctors. <laughs> exactly. Specialists, right? That's right. And we're in a we're in an age of specialization here, Dan, where we, you know, if we need a doctor for bones, we go to a bone orthopedic. If we need a doctor for for a heart, we go to a cardiologist and so on and so on, right? That's right. That's how it works, Jim. But, you know, it's not just human beings that get sick. It's also these wonderful things that have been created for convenience and efficiency that also get sick. So, and they sometimes they get sicker than they used to or faster. And sometimes they have to be put down or replaced. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, we're happy to have with us today on the All Four Seasons Home Show a, a uh, very respected business that's been in Metro Atlanta for many years and has an impeccable reputation. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show, the appliance doctor himself, Mr. Brent Venton. Brent, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. How about starting off here? Tell us a little bit how you got into this business, a little bit of history about the appliance doctor, how it came to be. Oh, sure. Um, well, our company goes way back to about 1980, and um, I came to discover that there were no really reputable appliance repair companies in the Atlanta area. We were just in Cobb County back then, mm -hmm. worked for a company while I was going to college, didn't think I'd ever be in the appliance repair business and don't have any family background, but I just felt like there was a lot of people that were ripping off consumers. Um, and then, Say it isn't so, Brent. Oh, it still goes on, Man, right? Can you believe that? Uh, that there yeah. are people in the appliance repair business ripping people off. If you're in the service business, there's a lot of people trying to rip you off. We know and, that. And I worked for a great company named Brian's Service. They're not around anymore. Uh, but... What I came to realize is that they weren't really trying to build a business. They started this after retirement uh, from Lockheed. Uh, but I just felt like they were so disorganized, and I'm kind of an organizational person. And then I met with other people. You know, I'm only 20-something years old. And just I had one – there was one um, fellow in Marietta, and he died years and years and years ago, but he told me right to, his, to my face that he was a crook. And I was like, well, I don't want to work for you. <laughs> so I said, I think I'm just going to try this on my own and try to build a company rather than repair appliances. Well, what kind of training do technicians have to have to be a, you know, a, an authorized appliance repair person? We have our own training program for young technicians. We if we can recruit a person that we feel like is trainable and is a technical enough, right. and of course the personalities is the most important thing, 
that the customers are happy and that we always do the correct thing. Once we get a good candidate, then we put them through some preliminary book training for foundational uh, understandings, and then we'll ride them with another technician for six months to a year until they get hands-on. We have 16 technicians currently, and we have a lot of product support online. And then when we do have um, trouble, we don't ever let the customer hang. One technician will call another technician that may have had more experience. So we never, ever let the customer hang or not follow through with what we well, listen, that's a tremendously long training process, really, in the, in the service industry. So that, that tells me that, you know, you're, you're making sure these guys really know what they're doing before they get out on the job. But, you know, if people can imagine how many different products there are in the appliance business, right? You know, between your fridge or your stove or what, you know, whatever, you've got all that. But then on top of it, you've got all the different manufacturers, right? So you've got different parts with each one of them and you know different things to look for i know from the garage door business we're we're a little more fortunate you know we've got a couple different openers to 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 learn and and even within the garage doors right they're pretty much working the same way so we don't have a lot of that and that's got to be a you know that's got to be just tough a tough part of your business yeah some things out there are 30 or 35 years old still working um there's no way to put a diagnostic coat code in to see what's wrong with it and sometimes the younger technicians will see something old and um, they'll call me and say Brent I don't know how to work on this I said it's easy because the older stuff was quite easy to work on yeah the newer stuff um, the engineers are just in one year they'll have different model changes different control boards and or discontinue. Mo- I'm sure you get the discontinuing of parts, we're, too. We're getting more and more of that now, or parts on back order. I think we've had about 130 customers that we've ordered parts waiting to parts to come in. And that's a problem. Is that a COVID problem, too, where you're, yes. you're, you're getting backed up, can't find the parts, parts are costing yes. a lot more? Yes. That me and Jim hear that every week, and, and I, can, I can tell you the same things happen in the garage door business. Well, let me ask you, so, you know, what brands are the most popular? Which ones does does your company usually work on the most? Whirlpool is the the largest manufacturer of appliance, and Whirlpool owns KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, oh, and Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that, Dan? They own all those companies? Well, not specifically, but I do wow. know that is how it works, right? <laughs> it's kind of like your, your, your cheaper, your middle of the road, and your, your high-end stuff. I mean, typically, and I would guess a lot of those circuit boards and things like that, maybe some of that stuff's interchangeable between some of the Sometimes, products and the uh, Yes, we look it up by part number, and that's the only way you can do it. You can't just mm-hmm. say, well, a control board for this, because there's like 100 different control boards for refrigerators. Right. So I always go by the part number. We always use our um, factory parts. We don't ever use aftermarket. Uh, we use the high-quality parts. Um, but as far as the brands, I have a tendency to uh, to uh, recommend the Whirlpool products because I know that they'll always be serviceable and they're on top of the parts game the most, and they're always going to have the technical support. I look, my eyes are always thinking through the service because that's the business we've been in. And so I know that supporting that in the future, if you do buy a Whirlpool product, 
they seem to be on top of the game more than anyone else, in my opinion. I think LG is a good product, and then you have GE, and General Electric is a good product, too. And G- General Electric seems to be on top of their game yeah. also. Well, what about some of the ones that maybe feel like aren't quite as reliable? We've had a lot of trouble with Samsung products, the engineering of them, and the support. Um, I so we kind of don't recommend the Samsung products. I have a Samsung. I like their phone. I have a Samsung <laughs> and their TV. TVs are good. <laughs> I have a Samsung refrigerator with an ice maker on it that continues to freeze up all the time, and that's very aggravating. That that has been a very big issue, and that was one of the reasons that we quit working on Samsung refrigerators. We'll work on just about everything else. They originally, that ice maker originally had a kit to repair, and then they came out with another kit. And now there's a kit that they've come out with that I believe has a new ice maker and a new control board and another piece in it. I'm not exactly sure because I don't Mm -hmm. do those repairs myself much anymore. But I know there's a very expensive kit now that they've come out that's corrected that problem. But they fought that problem for a long time. You know, what about some of these really high-end refrigerators and, you know, really appliances in general? And I can, I know Jim knows this. I didn't get my kitchen done recently. And I got to tell you, the thing that bothered me more than anything that I spent money on was how much money I spent on my refrigerator. I just couldn't believe the amount of money that I spent. Just sub-zero? It was a sub-zero, but it was one of the high-end, you know, one of those higher-end companies right. that, you you know, you, you got to go spend to a 10 certain or 12, store to go. refrigerator. What's that? 10 or 13. Ten or twelve thousand dollars for a refrigerator. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. And and it was oh well, the 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 freezer's separate from the fridge, and you know they give you all that. But I, and of course, my the reason we had to get this was uh, my wife wanted the paneling, the same paneling as the the cabinets on there. And to 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 get that, you've got to go with one of these high end refrigerators, right? So what I what I wonder is when you're paying that kind of money, I mean, how much better? Are these, I mean, as far as holding up the durability of these, then, you know, your regular GE or, or something that might have cost you 1000 or $1,500? My observation has been this. If you're spending that much, most of the time people are going to buy the Sub-Zero product. And what I find with Sub-Zero product is that they make a consistent product and they're not changing the design over and over and over and over. So from a service standpoint, you're getting a product that, is easy to repair. Is the cost more on the repair than it would be for a typical refrigerator? Sometimes a little bit more, but generally no. Okay. It seems like you have less things to go wrong with more expensive refrigerators because I don't know if the quality is better, but as far as repairs, yeah, because when they're constantly changing things, so you never have a running history of what's going to So you don't don't think one's going to last longer than the other before you have to repair something it's 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 tends to be a similar timeline yes but that I makes still, me even more angry. but we like the uh, <laughs> yeah but we do like the more expensive refrigerators because then if it is an expensive repair you have to fix it because you don't want to go spend another twelve thousand dollars that's exactly right i'm like man this thing's going nowhere i can tell you that and listen when we get back from the break because this is going to take a little longer to get into you know i want to talk about some of some of those issues, you know, whether you repair or you replace and, and, and when you kind of make that decision, um, which we all have to do, right, with whatever sure. whatever's in your house, right? I mean, we always are making that decision. Hey, is it should we repair or should we put the money of the repair towards the new one? 
I just think that's an that's an issue that everybody listening has to deal with from time to time. So I want to get into that a little little more often. And then, do you do new appliances? Is that is that one of the things that you're selling? Yes, uh, we're selling appliances now. Okay. Well, we're up against a break here, Dan. And and folks, if you just join us, you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show here on Extra 106.3 with the appliance doctor, Brent Vinton, uh, sharing tips and advice on appliance repair and even purchasing them sometimes. We're going to be right back after this break with more information from Brent. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and I want to thank you for tuning in here to the show uh, here on Extra 106.3 and also simulcast on 1230 AM if you like listening to AM. This is Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station and the home of Fox News Radio. This week we have with us the appliance doctor himself, Mr. Brent Vinton. And, Dan, you had a question you wanted to ask him, right, we were talking about during the break. Yeah, I mean, again, everybody... Everybody has to make a decision, you know, whether it's a garage door opener, say, or a garage door or, or an appliance or whatever else. We're, when, it, when a repair comes, do you make that repair? Do you, do you just keep band-aiding something or is it time to move on to a new appliance? What do you tell your customers? What's your general thoughts on this? When we go to a product, we try to give the customer the information whether they want to repair it or replace it. A lot of times the customers, well, my general rule has always been if it's less than half of its life and less than half of the cost of a new one, then replace it. However. That's exactly what I think, too, on the garage door. However, the situation these days is sometimes the new appliances are on back order so much that we can't get the new product. And if the dryer... It may be dryers with, for that formula may not be worth repairing, but we may be able to repair it that day or the next day, and you might be two or three weeks or two or three months to get a replacement dryer. So just for convenience, because you may be t- talking about a couple hundred dollars, not $20,000 that you'd be wasting, and, and then a lot of people have their appliances. They're used to them. They like them. They know how they work. So... Sometimes people make that decision just for convenience, where monetarily it doesn't, may not make sense. Yeah, I think people right now, obviously, this is a weird time, but yeah, I mean, when you, the other thing is it, it's a key component, right? You know, the key components of these appliances, right? If it broke down and you got a new one, 
most of the other stuff isn't that expensive. So maybe you maybe you just get this repair done and you might be able to go another t five or 10 years or whatever it is. And, and, yeah. and people like to hear that as well, if that's the situation. Yeah, we try not to push one way or the other. And uh, yeah, give them give them a price on both and see what they see what they think, right? Yes, yes. I think a that's lot of times always people the best put a lot of money into things just because of the convenience because everybody's so busy. Well, there's also different features too, right? With some of the new stuff, um, you know, they might have a little a, a few features the other ones didn't have, and it, sometimes that's worth it to somebody to pay the extra money to get those features, and then some people could care less about those features. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of features on appliances these days that I, a lot of people don't use. Um, in the cooking appliance world, um, it seems as though that the younger generation wants to use all these features because they all want to cook. They're not going to restaurants anymore, so they're wanting to replace their appliances in their kitchen with more upper-end things. They have and they the like pizza ovens and the dry. The technology, yes. right? They want to turn on everything from their phone. Yeah. All, I think all, almost all the appliances made now are Wi-Fi connectable. Yeah, they've been raised, right? They've been raised with technology, so they want technology. You know what I'm curious about? When it comes to repairs, how are the costs figured? How do you figure your cost? What we do is the cost to the customer right now if the we have a we have a very reasonable uh, uh pricing guide that we use if we go to a call and the unit is not worth repairing or can't get the parts anymore or whatever we charge a 92 dollar fee mm -hmm. uh, if we have to go to a high rise we have an extra fee for that. That's what I, I was going to ask another, you. If you have extra to go thirty-five dollars because like of the security. Like when you sell an appliance too, yes. you know, going up the stairs and all that. There's an yes. extra fee for that. So you know, we've been in service business for forty-one years. We've been selling appliances now for about three and a half years. We don't have a showroom yet. We're trying. We're thinking about. We're planning now to try to open a store in Cobb County. It might be a couple of years. We got to see what happens. I just came back to a convention, and everybody at the convention is complaining about being able to get their products. Some of them have almost gone bankrupt because they can't get the products. They well, Dan, you know products. all about that in your garage door business, I, right? I Dan, do. our sponsor I mean, of all Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, has quite a supply chain problem yourself, don't you? We do, and I'll tell you, we're a little bit on the lucky side for us. We we order, you know, we, we, we get a truckload of doors every week and that has given us, I mean, that's saved our butt. Um, we're also in Nashville, right? But it's a problem there. It's 15 weeks in Nashville. I can get them three in Atlanta, but everybody else is at 15 weeks. So yeah, it's, it's the same thing. And what, what is causing the supply chain issues right now for you? I'm not sure. I know a lot of computer chips. Yeah. They can't get the, you know, the, the, I'm not exactly sure why it's backed up. I think it's just the way with COVID and just uh, the whole places seems like any you know, and they can't get caught up from right from from that two months where maybe they weren't open or whatever. I ordered a I moved and ordered a new refrigerator in October, and I still don't have it. Wow. Well, wow, maybe by amazing. this October, right? <laughs> maybe. Now, do you have do you have like emergency services? Let's say it's Thanksgiving, and all of a sudden. The day before Thanksgiving, the, the the oven goes out of control, and we don't. We 
we don't really have emergency services. Mm -hmm. And the reason is a lot of companies maybe 40 years ago had like an emergency service at night or um, emergency service at night or on on weekends. But the cost to staff that is so expensive that if you lose your food in the refrigerator because the refrigerator quit cooling, like our extra charge to have somebody go out would be more than probably what your food loss would be. Years ago, maybe in the 80s, in the early 90s, um, I believe General Electric, you know, they just, at one point, they said, we're just going to stop doing emergency service, which made it, made sense. The only emergency would be if maybe something started leaking and started flooding the house, but you can turn the water off to the refrigerator. So we don't really have any kind of emergency services. Come holidays is very busy because people are getting those things fixed that might have been broken. Oh, my oven's been broken. And once in a while we get the customer, it's like, yeah, we're Thanksgiving tomorrow. We've got 15 people coming over. The oven's broken. Oh, how long has it been broken? Well, it's been broken like six months, but <laughs> I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah. You know, what, what about quality, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago compared to now? I mean, do you feel like stuff's higher quality or lower quality? When you buy new, right? I mean, how yeah, long is it going to last? It's probably about the same. Yeah? I mean, it's, it's there's something overall. I mean, if you go back like 40 or 50 years ago, then I think the quality was better then. Yeah. But the appliances sometimes 50 years ago cost more than it did now. I remember watching um, Let's Make a Deal from 1970. <laughs> Right. And they gave away a side-by-side Amana refrigerator with a suggested retail price of $1,350. That's 50 years ago. Yeah, that's And now lot. you that's can probably buy for the same a Whirlpool thing. on sale for like $900. Right. But the, you know, the one that's 50 years old, it might be still in somebody's house working too. <laughs> right. Well, you know, when you, it's very, very tough for, for companies to find and retain good labor, okay? You fight that all the time, all right? The question I have, uh, if technology has changed, the appliances have changed, the experience, do you look for an experienced guy or does the experienced guy tend to fall back on what he knows and he's not up to date on all the technology and the, and the newer circuit boards and everything? Do you, would you rather have a younger guy who's up on what's going on now? Do you understand we, my question? Yes, yes. It's, I think that we went through a big curve where the older guys – with this new technology, it was challenging. Like, you know, this just isn't like it used to be. If you go back to the 80s and 90s, you kind of knew what was, from a service standpoint, you knew what was wrong before you walked in the house. It was either going to be A, B, or C in about 10 minutes or five minutes. You knew what it was most of the time. Yeah. And now sometimes test cycles on an appliance might be, the shortest cycle might be 23 minutes. And so we, the newer guys this new technology, but we've tried to instill a good spirit in our company that we're, we, we support each other. One of the things that kind of makes us a little different than a lot of appliance repair companies is that we don't pay our ticks on, on a commission base. And we, you know, we're all uniformed, we're all drug tested, background check, driving, and we won't hire anybody that's a bad egg. And the management feel we always feel like we're working for the employees whether the employees are working for us because we're there to support them help them try to make sure they're happy with their jobs 
um, if if they if anything goes wrong, we're there to stand behind them. And if they make a mistake, just you know, if we scratch the floor or something, then let us know. We're going to do what's right. Um, so we we do have some older technicians, and we've had several of them that said, you know, for working for in the appliance business, the appliance doctor was the best company to work for because for those reasons. And that was kind of my vision starting out too, is to have build a company, not just repair appliances. What about warranties on the products and services? Uh, are those are those worth the paper they're printed on, or what's? <laughs> yeah, like the extended warranty. Well, generally speaking, the the extended warranties don't pay off. Um, it's kind of like insurance. You know, you hope you hope you don't ever have to get sick and use it, but a medical condition can you know bankrupt you, where an appliance is going to be you know seven or eight hundred dollars. It's not going to bankrupt you. Uh, generally speaking, you know, if you just think about all the products that you've bought in your life, if you had a warranty on everything, an extended warranty on everything you bought, you know, you'd be out several thousand dollars. Um, we have, as another example, we um, have a lot of cell phones and tablets. And, of course, I always want to sell you the service agreement. Um, but if I did the... the um, paid the service agreement on 40 devices I could just buy a new device every month you know for what that costs so generally speaking no what are some of the warranties of if it's not extended I mean how typically how long and I know it probably differs from product to product but how, how long are they giving you on these products and then what is your labor uh, warranty okay so on the pro on the um Manufacturer's warranty is generally one year. That's the basis. Some of refrigeration products have a longer warranty. They're a five or ten year, warrant, ten year warranty on the Freon system or on certain components of the Freon system. And it goes by manufacturer and the particular product. But generally speaking, overall, it's a one year manufacturer's warranty, parts and labor. As far as the um, the appliance doctor's warranty. Uh, a little bit of history of this. When I started the business, the warranty, generally speaking, in the area was either 30-day or 90-day warranty. And so we started advertising in the Yellow Pages that we would give a one-year warranty. And um, everybody was like, how could you do that? How could you do that? I said, well, the customer doesn't want, even if it's not our fault, they don't want to pay, you know, twice in one year. So we went with the one-year warranty. The next year, everybody in the Yellow Pages had a one-year warranty. And a few years after that, we said, well, on parts, let's give a lifetime warranty. Most parts we buy only with a one-year warranty, so it comes out of our pocket after um, after a year. But you know, if you're buying a $400 control board or putting a $500 compressor in your refrigerator, at least you know that at least we're going to cover the part as long as you own that refrigerator. So... Um, that's been a been kind of the leaders in the quality for the Atlanta area. Of course, that was in the Yellow Pages days, and then the next year everybody had a lifetime warranty on their parts too. Yeah, Jim knows all about the Yellow Page days, don't oh, you? Oh yes, Jim? oh yeah, yeah. I remember those days quite. You know, yeah. So that we rode dinosaurs to work. You know, <laughs> that's right. But you know, I'm going to ask you a typical Payful. consumer question. Okay, uh -huh. you fix appliances and you sell appliances. Yes. How is there, um, is there a conflict of interest between selling one 
fixing it or selling them a new one. How do you That's, make? How do you balance that? And Dan, you know all about that because of some of the what some of the people do. They'd rather run up those repairs and sell a new garage door and that kind of thing. Well, listen, we kind of talked a little bit about this, and I think I think your approach is the right approach. It's kind of what we use too. Is hey, here's what it costs to fix it. This is what it would cost for a new one, and you put it in the customer's hands and let them make that decision. They that way they've got both options. Then there's no conflict of interest. You're serving your customer either way. Correct. I think sometimes some customers might just perceive, hey, you're trying to sell me a new one, but we'll actually make more profit on the repair than we will try to sell a new one. Oh, absolutely. And we yeah. don't and we don't, you know, pay our technicians any bonus or anything like that if they sell a new product. Uh, we just try to be honest and upfront about everything. So we're never trying to push selling something new. In fact, that kind of concerned me when we tried to start selling appliances that there would be a conflict. But all we can do is to be honest up front, give the customer the information. And I think because of our reputation, we've um, people trust us. What about employees? Now, are all your does everybody that that does services and delivers products for you are they all employers or do you have any subcontractors like we, the people that deliver a new appliance are they an employee or are you sub the, that out yes they're all of employees all of people in our company are employees we don't subcontract because everybody's anything. careful about who they have coming to their house and yes of course it's very important to deliver these appliances carefully because if you don't deliver them carefully Something can get banged around, and then you got to deal with the issue, right? Yeah, it happens once in a while, but um, by and large, we don't have too much trouble. We have th we only have one salesperson right now. Like I said, we've been selling appliances for only for about three years, servicing for forty-two, almost forty-two. Um, but we do have some very conscientious um, two younger guys and one older guy has been doing it for a while, and I think everybody's very conscientious. But we're constantly training and constantly making sure that things are done right and that the customers are happy with what we do. Mm -hmm. Have you found it uh, difficult these days to try to find employees? We've been... I think that's a, the whole world's problem forever. That, that's what I was going to say. So you're, you know, you're no different now. than everybody else. No, no. And it's hard to get um, appliance technicians. I only ever know one person that that was an appliance repair technician. That's like, this is what I wanted to do with my life. It just kind of fell into it you can make a decent salary and, and a lot of them do we try to pay them well yeah finding new talent is just you know it's hit or miss in the past we've had trouble with we don't have anybody like this now but with technicians because so many technicians are subcontractors in the that in that's kind of the general model for the whole united states is most of the time a, a plant repair company will pay their technicians on a commission and then if they have problems, they got to straighten it out. And there's just not that management of that employee. And that's why we wanted to pay ours by the hour. And in the past, we've had a lot of people that came from different appliance repair companies that were under that system. And they just, you could never draw them in to be part of the appliance doctor family. You know, you could just, they just got the independent mindset so much that they wouldn't do it the way you wanted. And we have none of that now. We're very... Um, conscientious about not hiring anybody with that independent mindset. Jim knows all about that from all four seasons, right? I mean, how Absolutely. many times have you heard me talk about we're doing the exact same thing now? We really, 
truthfully are not actively looking for somebody that has experience. We were actually looking for somebody that doesn't have the experience because they do it your way and they don't do it the way they used to at the other place or do it the way they want to do it. They do it the way we want it done. That's right. Yeah. If you can get a younger person, we have two young people right now that are just doing phenomenal. They, they're smart. There you go, Dan. I'm not going to tell you their names. We just, we just hired six new technicians that had never done garage doors before. And so far so good. Um, you can gain that experience, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. And again, like you said, you can call somebody if you don't know, you know, you're working on a certain product and you don't know what to do and you get stuck somebody can help you out with that and then you just continue to gain that experience as you go typically we find you know after three months they can do just about everything there's a few things they can't and then you give them a year and they you know even if they have never worked on that that experience will allow them to figure out what's wrong with with the product i have a question when you sell an appliance and you deliver that appliance does your price include installation and also taking away the old items or is that an added price? When it depends on we have a installation rate for for each appliance. I'm not exactly sure. Um I'm dishwashers our standard installation is $175 and then $15 to haul away the old one. Washers and dryers are less than that. Some of the big built-in refrigerators are more. Sometimes people buy their appliances somewhere else and we'll have us, we get a lot of that. Well, we want you to install it because they may buy it at Lowe's or Home Depot, but right. they're like, we, we want you guys to install it because we know the quality of your work. So we do a lot of installations where they don't buy the product from us. Really? That's interesting, isn't it, Dan? Somebody buys the product from, let's say, Home Depot, Lowe's, and call them to install it. Well, you know, I think that's a great idea. I mean, listen, we don't get a whole lot of that on the garage door side, yeah. but right, if you're going to go out and buy your own, uh, maybe you don't want uh, whoever whoever sold it to you, Brand yeah, Smart. I'll, I'll it doesn't brand say smart much for the installation departments well, of those big box stores. And it? they may be fine, right? But you, when you know you have an expert yeah. that knows exactly what they're doing, you, right. you're going to probably get a higher quality installation, typically. Not always, right? But that, yeah. that's how a Not lot of people always, think. But I think the the other thing is is when there is a problem you're you're talking to when you talk to a small company small companies don't always do i think we 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 try to do the best job we can but a lot of times smaller companies they might not do as good a job it just depends on the the company and the management but if you're dealing with a reputable company and there is a problem you've got somebody to talk to it's not on a 1-800 number that's being answered and we'll have these and we'll get those people get back in touch with you and et cetera. We, we, we get a lot of on the, where we, we don't get it a lot on the door side. We get it on the garage door opener side, right? People go in and buy that opener, you know, in a big box store. And then they call us to, to install this, which, you know, listen, that's, we are going to do a lot better job than the Home Depot guy or the, mm-hmm. you know, the Sears guy or whatever. And that's, you know, really, that's probably a good move. And, you know, that's part of dealing with maybe a local company. I just think in general, right? I mean, if, if, if I can deal with a local company, too, I, I would prefer to do it. Just put my money in their pocket instead of the, the bigger box stores. Yeah, we'd like that, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, there's a lot of talk about factory authorization, and we're coming up on a break here in just a minute, but uh, how important is that to be factory authorized? And That factory authorized service, actually, we're not factory authorized for most of the things that we work on now. Is that is that what it's trumped the, up the, to be? Or? The, well, when you've got a factory authorized service person, mm-hmm. 
you're getting somebody that has the factory to support them. They have information maybe more than, for instance, if we were working on a Samsung, we were authorized for Samsung, we'd have more support for some of these problems. Right. Um, but also when you're a factory authorized service, they pay you about a third of your rate. So if you do too much warranty, you get tangled up in engineering issues. I see. And um, okay. and then we've had a lot of customers that have called factory service, and the service is so bad. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you answering that question. We're up on a break again. We're here with the appliance doctor, Brent Vinton. We're going to be right back after this break. Don't go away. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, We are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus. And uh, just want to remind you, those of you who are joining us every Saturday morning at 9, don't forget to download our app, the Extra 106.3 app on your smartphone, so you can stream and listen to the station 24 hours a day, anytime you want. Also, check out our podcast out on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And if you're talking to somebody and somebody mentions to you, you know, like a month ago, I heard that Brent Fenton from The Appliance Doctor was on the All Four Seasons Home Show. God, I wish I would have heard that show. All you got to do is go to the Extra 106.3 website, go down to the menu bar to the All Four Seasons Home Show. All the past shows are on there for you to listen to and to refer to because we got a lot of great information. I mean, how often do you get to sit down and talk to Brent Vinton, the appliance doctor, the number one appliance repair company in Metro Atlanta for many, many years here? So we're happy to have him, and we're in our last segment. It's kind of short, so I'm going to turn it over to you, Dan. You had a question. Let's roll. Yeah, listen, there's a there's several different appliances, right, that you can get in the home, and, and, and there's something different about each one, and I know there's probably different brands that are better than others, and there's different applications, right, where you might want to think about when you're making that purchase, you know, what is important with each one of them. So I just wanted to go over some of these with you. Let's start with the microwave. What are the good brands and what should we be thinking about when we go to buy a microwave you with them with the microwave we have a countertop microwaves and they're so inexpensive now and of course a countertop microwave costs less small ones will cost less than a repair would be um, some two people do bring they like their microwave um, the other day we had one that was over 30 years old, an old Amana, the old Amana radar range, and they liked it so much that they brought it in and we repaired it. And so we, we do have a little shop facility where we'll repair microwaves for $75 usually plus the parts. Oh, that's so great. it's pretty, unre- un, you know, uh, 
reasonable price. What's the difference between a microwave and a confection oven? Good question. So microwaves, the way the microwave heats the food is actually like a little radio antenna in there. And the frequency of the waves is in the same frequency as what they use for radar. A man is the first microwaves were called the radar range. And you have the microwaves bouncing around inside the cavity, and it causes moisture molecules to vibrate. And the vibration of those molecules, the friction of the vibration of the molecules creates the heat. Sometimes you'll hear somebody say, oh, yeah, it cooks from the inside out. It really doesn't cook. It's not going to heat in the middle and work its way out, but it does cook within itself. Uh, convection, uh, convection ovens, you're moving the heat around in the oven. So when you, you know, if you burn your finger and you blow on it or you're trying to cool off your coffee and you blow on it, it cools off quicker because you're moving that off the surface. So if you put a turkey in there and you're circulating the air, that air is moving across the turkey. And so when you cook with convection, you're either going to cook um, at a lower temperature or for a shorter period of time. What do you recommend? I mean, they're not. You wouldn't want both, right? You wouldn't have both in your kitchen, would you necessarily? Oh, a lot of a lot most a lot of the or maybe most now um, wall ovens come with convection feature too. Yeah, generally there's your, a fan. I think kitchen. we do, and again, that's just something that's more. So the um, convection, in in a lot of people like the convection. Uh, usually there'll be a fan in the back in the very center of the oven. If you looked back in there, and then there's a round heating element that's hidden. And it's going to cook it faster. I mean, that's yeah, it's really, really cook it what faster. it is instead of yes. just turning your stove on or whatever. And years ago, um, Decor came out with an oven that I forgot how many racks it had, but they had it so precise that when it circulated the air, they were told us you could put five cookie sheets in there and all the cookies would turn out the same because they had the oven so balanced. I think it had two fans and they were with able the to. With the convection. Yes, convection. it might have been Wolf that had that. Let's say that we have a microwave and we want to buy. We want to add a convection oven to the kitchen. What is there a particular brand of make that you would recommend based on your experience? Well, most. I mo guess you sell you, them, right? Well, you sell them just like. Well, mostly, if you buy a convection oven, it's going to be part of the microwave or part of your regular oven. I don't know that there's anybody out there buying things on the floor unless it's a small aftermarket some of these air fryers and things like that kind of use a convection you know convection is just you're moving the heat mm -hmm. um just speeding so up the process right. not quite as fast as a microwave right yes but yes in between but it's more like baking just at a at a at a higher rate so it's normally you're not going to buy a separate one it's either going to be part of the microwave where you have the feature of cooking with a microwave or convection or a combination oh, so you can have all in one Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that, Dan? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying on my new, my new equipment. Why don't I listen to you more I know, often, I mean, Dan? I don't listen. I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, Jim, but you got to listen to the show when we're going to, along here. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you get involved with kitchen remodeling, with kitchen remodelers, and you work with them? Because Dan just went through a very easy, short process. It was like, it was a breeze remodeling his kitchen. Only took a year. <laughs> Not yet. Um, That's more we, of a hassle. Well, I, I mean, we've been in the service business, and now we're just kind of getting into sales. So we don't really want to do kitchen remodeling. We just want to sell the appliances to right. somebody that's redoing the modeling. But it's sales is new to us. What about let's because we don't have much time here. Let's how about arranging an oven? What should we be thinking about? What products are are good products? Range products. One thing that is popular right now is the ranges that are dual fuel. And what that means is traditionally there's been the electric oven with the electric mm -hmm. top. Then there's been the gas ovens and gas tops. 
And the, the consensus is that an electric oven will bake much better. And then a lot of people like the gas top because you have more control of the heat and the gas is, um, so dual fuel is where you're, it's one unit, but the bottom is the ovens are electric. The top is gas. That's interesting. We just went from a, at our new house, we just went from a glass, electric glass top to a gas cooktop. And I personally like the glass electric better. I don't know what it is. It's flat. It's easier to clean off, and you put your pan on there, clean, and you just no, no doubt. turn it on warm. And, I bet your and, kitchen's uh, something to see at your home, your your personal residence. You probably got the kitchen of the future, don't you? No, I don't have the kitchen of the future, but it's staying clean since um, we go out to eat every night. We've only turned the stove on about six times since Christmas. <laughs> Well, listen. Let's. How about a dishwasher? What are we What are we thinking about with dishwashers? Dishwashers. One One thing about most of the dishwashers now, I I kind of like the upper level uh, KitchenAid and Bosch. Those are kind of my two favorite. One of the things that seems with all of the dishwashers now, which is interesting, is that sometimes they'll run three or four hours to do one load. And the reason is, and they don't dry as well as they used to. And the reason is, is because of the energy standards. They can't get that water good and hot. In order for your dishes to dry really well, that water has to be heated super hot so that the water evaporates off yeah. the dishes at the end of the cycle. And because the energy standards, they can't design these. I've noticed that. Mine, mine goes through the heat process and it doesn't. Yeah. So, and even for the cleaning, when you get like the old GE pot scrubbers, they just heated the water to 160 degrees and everything fell off. But now that's why the cycles are too long because they just got to run it until the stuff falls off instead of getting it good and hot until it falls. So that's what you can expect. But if you use the rinse agent, Mm -hmm. like the jet dry or whatever in the dispenser, it seems to improve the drying a lot. Well, we've got about 30 seconds left here, and we sure appreciate Brent Venton from the Appliance Doctor being here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. Well, thank you for having me. If people want to get a hold of the Appliance Doctor, give us some options how they get in touch with you. So our website is theappliancedoctor.com, and our phone number is 770-952-4340. We service most of Metro Atlanta. We service from I-20 up into Canton. Well, thank you. And thank you, Dan, all four seasons, four, four seasons Garage and Entredors for sponsoring the show. We'll be back next week with Gus Selyus of the Marietta Family Restaurant Group talking about how the virus has impacted how we go out to eat. Have a great week. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? 
Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.